folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Tom Millard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I'm here, and it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It is a very actually no, it's kind of windy and getting a little bit chilly. Now, if it we is, were it is actually, coming on the fall season, well, is it, it is, not? and I kind of like it. I was thinking that the other day. So, and I was going to say, if we were actually sitting at a campfire, it's probably a really beautiful night for a podcast. But yeah, I was thinking the other day. You know what? I used to love summer because I love the heat, but man, I miss hunting. And now yep. there's just this weather means oh hunting season every day i get up and leave for work it's a little bit darker and a little bit darker i'm thinking it is just about that time to be sitting in a tree stand or a, a, a ground blind or something watching for critters because this is but it my is a time of year that's for a podcast because you're in out of that rain and that wind and it's nice and cozy in here and the weather's getting wild and game's moving yeah it's a lovely night for a game podcast. is moving my trail cameras are lighting up He's not even going to introduce you, is he? No. Oh, sorry. And oh, by the way, my <laughs> mic is hot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. He didn't no. wait for me to introduce him. Me and you usually have a little conflab before we invite the senile one. Yeah, but I'm, I'm tired of sitting here. Second. <laughs> and folks, whining as usual beside me is patriarch of redneck country, my father, real redneck Don Millard. Dad, unfortunately, your mic's hot. It's hot. And I'm using it. <laughs> Good deal. And I'm not well, always be invited anymore. No, well, apparently that's what you got to do. You got to step up and <laughs> take your opportunities where they come. Anymore. So. Yeah, I've been it. on this earth for a long time under you. I figured you kind of knew how to how to meander through this political landscape over here. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, I got okay. We got some shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Oh yeah, did I was just going to say we better get that. Uh, uh, right at the beginning, because man, oh man, am I ever impressed. It's a beautiful night for a podcast. It is absolutely as as you a beautiful said that, I thought podcast. of that. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I'm on meetings and crap. Like, I'm I'm busier than anything. It's absolutely insanity. And, and I mean, uh, some of it's self-inflicted from some of the other stuff and the hobbies and stuff that I do. So, but... But during the day, I'm on meetings all day long. Not complaining. I'm glad to be there. But I I get this quick little rap on the door and I'm like, what's going on? And so I go and here are the two most beautiful live edge pieces of wood with our logo burned into them. And then the saying, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. With, I mean, it just, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better piece of wood. And, and so there's, we got to We got to We got to mention her name again, but the beautiful Wendy Hinton, who's, if anybody's listened previous, she's actually been on the podcast with her son. Cause her son took a little bit of bull riding instructions from, from Bill yeah. here. And he's been kind of dipping his toes in, went to build a cowboy in that. And so we've been in kind of communication. I know that she listens to the podcast all the time. Cause when we don't post one, we will hear about it. Yeah, we hear about it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it. she even mentioned that when uh, when I sent her a little message this week. Even though <laughs> the podcasts are sometimes late. <laughs> but, <laughs> yep, we right. we will hear about it. So that's that's for sure. I know she and then gone even further than that, where she they the family bought kayaks 
and never fished really before. Uh, I mean, she reached out about putting line on the on the reel. She she hooked herself in the thumb and had to go to the hospital to get it removed. And she's kind of mad at us that we didn't give some kind of tips on hook removal. But uh, yes. I, I knock on wood, haven't had to to do that. I mean, I YouTubed it and seen that you could do it with a fishing line. I I urge you. I ain't got no tips on that. But then the next day they're out there slamming largemouth in the spot where me and my brother-in-law go kayak fishing. Like it's nothing like I was, in, I'm crazy impressed. And so she's kind of, if you look at it, taking what we dreamt of the podcast and the podcast, we've mentioned it before. It's kind of turned into our therapy and whether we have listeners or not, it is what it is, but she's taken what we were trying to do, inspire folks to get out and try something that, you know, maybe they haven't done or they used to do, or they do it, but then hear how other people do it and get some tips and tricks and learn. And, and she's taken that 120 degrees yeah. for their family and just done it and successful. And to me, like, that's what it's about. And then for her to show up here with these boards. So we're thankful for her because we're living vicariously through that. And then she shows up with these boards as a thank you to us for having the podcast. Like it's just, for yeah, no, it's, uh, I couldn't have been happier. I mean, I, I didn't know, if, uh, obviously you kept it secret for a couple of days there. And when you showed up at the trap club this weekend said, Hey, but I got something for you. And I looked at it and I thought uh, you, I had a smile from ear to ear and it just, I was so thankful and happy that somebody took the time to do something that nice for, for us, for doing something that we love and, and want to just give back with. And, and Wendy, if you're, if you're listening this time, thank you, you know, from, from my heart, my family, to yours, it was Greatly appreciated and will be uh, and uh, displayed here for sure. Yeah. Like, and I say boards now I could flip it and say they're, they're full blown, like signs, like these things, we put them on our Facebook page and Instagram and, and thank when I said, I don't even know how to thank somebody for this. Cause you know, the time that's gone into that. Yeah. Right. Like, and I mean, professionally, like she's, she's an artist. I, I, I'm crazy impressed with how awesome they, so yeah, Wendy, the same thing from, from everybody at Redneck Country and our families and everything. Friggin' amazing. Thank you. Like to, to, to just have you show up with those. It was unbelievable. Awesome. So yeah. So, and I got one more. I want to, I, I think maybe we should do this more often because I get these from time to time and I know I've added you bill to some of our social media jazz. And I don't know if you get all the messages or if you got time to check them in that. I know I barely do, which is why I kind of added you, but I've been yeah, noticing. No, I appreciate you doing that. You're kind of slacking. I, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't have the time always to do it, but when I, when I see the, the shutters or whatnot, yeah, again, those are the types of things that, that make, make this worthwhile and, and, Go ahead. Tell us what we got. Well, we, there's so I, I want to say Dalton from Mississippi. I won't say his last name because I'm not sure if he wants me to or not. But Dalton from Mississippi reached out saying, you know what? I really enjoy listening to your podcast and hearing y'all's stories. It, 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 it just goes on and says he listens to it all the time. He's, he's trying to catch up on older ones now and everything. And so to hear that people think, well, I, that's not a big for us. That's freaking awesome. Cause that's, it is a big that's deal. fuel. It's a big deal because it, 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 we're reaching people and you know what, and it may not be in the millions of people yet, but I tell you, one person tells another and our story gets out there and, and what we're doing here, like you said, is this therapy for us. And if we can reach out to people and, and make an impact, 
you know what, that, that, that's what this is for. The good people uh, out there listening and, and hopefully we can continue to do that and, and inspire yeah. people to, to be, awesome. uh, in, be in the outdoors. And I, and I think we can put out, you know what, we can, we can put the invitation out that you got a, a good story. You, you can you can take a little bit of ribbon and, and dish out a little bit, but you can hit us up and, and come on the podcast and share your, share your stories with us. Good deal. So yeah. yeah, there you go. Awesome. Shadows for the week. Yeah, yeah. I think we do more of that. I mean, we got lots, and and I, I've been so busy, it's hard for me to respond and check them and that. And and ladies and gentlemen, that's why I added Bill. And I mean, he fails at it too. It just, I I don't even know what to do anymore. We but, fail. I fail less. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apologies. But. They are much appreciated. I know I'm going to mention another one next week that I've I've sat on it. Uh, And you know what? I'm going to save it till next week because it actually mentioned mentioned dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you better say that one next week. Yeah. I'll let him stew on that one yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, you got me going. You're not going to share that with me? No, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Oh, that's cruel. Yeah, Yeah, because I'm afraid he'll talk too much if I say it. There you go. <laughs> anyway, where, where do you want to go tonight? I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. You want to? You want to? Who do we do? Should we give Dad the floor first? Oh Lord, <laughs> that's, that's not a good sign when you say that, right? Because he <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, let's give your, your dad a, a crack at starting things off tonight. Okay, Dad, what did you do this week? Okay, nothing. All right, Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One, one of the highlights of my week was finally they had a car show open up here in St. Thomas and it was Nostalgia Nights car show and it was incredible. Uh, estimates, like I know they had a count of 1,200 cars at one time and they think that it went to as many as 2,000 cars. All I know is that it was supposed to be four to nine and I was going to go up about one thirty and just park along the main street and get a nice spot in the shade. My wife was heading to London and she was heading out of town. She said she'd be up later. She called me. She said, you better get up there now. There's no spots left. I left the house about five after one and I got one of the last spots where I wanted to be, where there was a tree and shade and a nice breeze. And after that, I mean, it was just filled up and the show wasn't supposed to start till four and by one thirty quarter to two they had to shut the streets down because traffic could not get up and down the main street for the cars trying to get in and then they started angle parking all the cars along Talbot Street so they could get more cars in and then they started filling all the side streets down the grassy areas along this railroad tracks that cross the main street all the parking lots of the businesses in the main street And even one block south on Center Street, there's a bicycle lane. They filled that lane, and then they filled the side of the road. It was double double line down Center Street of cars, all the parking lots. So people are estimating 2,000-plus cars there, and I'm telling you. It was insane. I will tell you, we went up there because we had had an action-packed day when when it's my turn. But we got got it there about 4.30. And had a hard time finding a parking spot close because we, we don't have the hot rod. So we got to park in a parking lot and walk And my gosh, dude, it was pandemonium. 
Like, yeah, I wish I could have been there for that. I even said to Jen as we were walking up, the first thing that I thought, now whether you agree with this or not, I don't know, and I'm not taking sides either which way, but you showed up there, you wouldn't even known that there was any kind of COVID restrictions, whether it's good, again, whether it's good or bad. I mean, it was wall-to-wall people on the main drag for as far as the eye could see. Oh, Booths and bands. People being people. Bands at both ends. What's that? Sorry. People just being people. People being people. Great. Didn't think about it. I you didn't think yeah. about it. I was halfway there when I, I turned around to my wife. I said, holy crap. This is like it's 2019. I didn't even think about it, but there's... I didn't even think about COVID walking down through here. Like it's, it was that, that many people out there that you're not used to seeing that, that then it, it hit me. Wait a minute. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen this many people anywhere in a long friggin' time, but it was, it was just as far as the eye could see. Now, whether you agree with it or not, I don't know. That's something you could wear a mask if you wanted everything else. You can keep your distance, but there was, it was just, there was. And then, I mean, I, I have an absolute blast because it's my hometown that I've lived on the same street my whole life. Now, not at my parents' house. I moved out when I got married, but uh, the streets kept growing. It's big in my defense. So regardless, yeah. but so I lived here my whole life. So I get uptown and then something like that where I haven't been, I used to love to go to Walmart because, and my wife would hate it. And she'd be like, I'm going without you because I would judge my Walmart trip by how many people I ran into that I know. I used to post it on Facebook. Hey, ran into 16 people tonight at Walmart when I was there for a half an hour. <laughs> Cause that's why you live in a small town. Absolutely yeah, love it. Everybody knows everybody. That's right. Right. And so it's, it's awesome. I haven't got that. And I realized how, I'm not an introvert in any way, shape or form, but oh my gosh, how much more enjoyable life is when you can get out at an event like that. And like me and my, my wife and kids are like, we want to go for a walk and see all the cars after we, we met. Well, before we even met dad, my kids, my youngest, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, good grief. We just left home. So there's a porta potty. I'll wait here. Well, while I'm waiting, my buddy Nate, and I haven't seen in two years, comes walking by. Hey, Todd, how you doing? I don't know. Hey, buddy, what are you doing? Well, I'm talking to Nate. Sandra, who's from Brantford, that shoots with us. Oh, yeah. Her and her husband and kids, they show up. Hey, how you doing? I didn't even get to dad yet. Probably ran into five more people. Then my family's like, hey, let's go down the street. We want to <laughs> check out all the cars and that. And then that was the last I seen my family for the night. Cause they left me and then I, cause I ran into Darren who's come to our shooting clinic and he just yep. got back from Nashville, was at a PBR event in Nashville. And oh, yeah, yeah. He was sending me, sending me videos. He's like, dude, this is awesome. I'm like, how are you in Nashville? I don't even want to know. So, but then I ran into him. So I'm talking to him for a while. Well then trying to get catch up to my family. I ran into like, it was just awesome. It was just, yeah, that's so, good. so I'm I glad will you finally, guys were able to get to, to do an event like that and, and, and just, enjoy the day you know well, not have was, to worry about yeah. the restrictions and people doing uh just crazy things but and then to have two thousand cars i just can't imagine oh, it was what, what it looked like what type of cars and stuff and well, that there's a group of awesome. us that that i know and we try to meet at a park or something and social distance on saturday afternoons and so you know every time every saturday you you're talking to a few different you're waving at all the guys are there because the cars are spread out but all i got up there and i got parked 
And I hear all these guys from the Saturday group are driving by and they're raising their hands. Where am I going to park? I have no idea. I'm glad I got here now. <laughs> you know, like they're, they're shaking their head. They can't believe it. Like, oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. I was, normally chirp a car show because it's the same dudes hanging around. But that one, that's the kind of car show that's pretty wicked. Yeah, it was yeah. it was absolutely fabulous. And I was there for seven hours. In fact, I was just going to make a coffee and thought I'll take a coffee with me and my thermos. And when the wife called me, she said, get in your car and get up there now. Or you're not going to get on Tolva Street. So after I got up there, I was up there for about an hour and a half, realized that there's within blocks I couldn't get a coffee. And I'm wanting a coffee. And I'm going to be here forever. So I called my wife and I said, when you come, Will you bring me a coffee? She says, well, it's going to be a while. I said, that's okay. Just when you come, bring me a coffee. So when she came, she not only brought me a coffee, she brought me a couple wraps from Tim Horton. And then later on, she got me some ice cream. And then later on, somebody brought me some pizza. I don't know if it's Todd. No, it was Megan's boyfriend, Andrew. He went and bought a whole pizza and then they didn't like the sauce. So they're like, oh, here you go. I'm like, well, dad, we go. Pizza. And I never left my chair and I'm... And of course, the car got all kinds of attention, all, no kind, doubt. all kinds that of questions, amazing. and people taking hey. pictures. And yeah, it was. Just, I think the one thing that people should ask you: Where's the cup holders? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> There's no cup holders in that There's car. There's room for it. it would, and yeah. Plus, the vibration would shake it all out. Yeah. Yeah. You get yeah, a protein no. shake in there. You don't need a shaker ball. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I left at eight o'clock, and the crowds were so thick still. I could not get down any side streets to get off of Talbot. I had to drive straight down Talbot to a light. Which was pretty cool because when he fired that thing up, there was probably 50 people all of a sudden, boom, phones are out videoing. And and the crowd got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, and then and the smile on your face oh, got yeah. bigger when I and drove bigger. Down Tulbus, it was like the parting of the waters. They had to move to let me through. <laughs> and I was walking on the sidewalk. He didn't know it. I was beside him the whole time because all I'm thinking is I'm going to have to jump out in front and save some poor pedestrian. Yeah. That doesn't <laughs> see him. <laughs> is it quick enough on the brake? But I'm going. You open it up a little yeah. bit. Oh, you no, couldn't. No, Too no, many people. Oh, yeah. man, it was yeah. insane. But I was getting thumbs up and nice car and guys videoing and shaking my hand. And and then uh, a lot of the guys that I knew were sitting the next block down. Of course, they're all, hey, hey, you leaving? What are you leaving for? Well, I'm thinking, okay, it's late enough. It, and It was getting these, dark. These people haven't been out for a year, and they're not going home. They've got stocks, no. Talbot Street closed. They own it. They are not leaving. They're going to make the most of this. And some of the guys I knew, they said, yeah, we're going to sit right here and make the most of it too. So, But my family was leaving, and I'd been there eight, seven hours, and I thought, yep, okay, this was good. Got my car fixed. It was awesome. It was a good Good show. Yeah, I was still pumped the next day. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, if it's a yearly event, maybe I'll come down next year. Maybe I'll have the car finished by then, and we can go for a tour. We'll see. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Todd, what are you gonna do? I'll walk beside you. It's a beetle. Like, (laughs) (laughs) don't be jealous. It's okay. Don't let them get you, Bill. They're nice vehicles. I love them. Oh, crawl! You're like what? I don't know. True I just car look guys. where the comments are coming from. That's true okay. car guys like everything. They like every car. You know, I'll hand you know. your tea every time you need a drink from yeah. the. From hey, I'm the, just having a sip right now. Easy on that one. Yeah. So it was good. Mm. And then I done I done some scouting and found a field for Saturday. And then I rallied the troops and Todd made some phone calls and we went on hunting Saturday morning. And lo and behold, your brother 
Jay showed up Friday night, stayed at Todd's, and man, oh man, we had fun the next day. It was a beautiful morning. It couldn't ask for a nicer morning, and we had a good time. A little hard to hide the blinds, but we did a good job. It was a hard hunt, but we had fun. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could have been there. We said, you know, I got yeah. uh, a little bit of uh, the Facebook uh, message, not messages, but my Facebook fix, I guess you could say, with the live video of, the, of you. <laughs> and, uh, that, that backfired on uh, <laughs> Oh, I want to hear about that. Well, so when we got, yeah, we got in and I'm looking and I'm looking at this field going, man, there ain't much to hide these blinds. And it's like wheat with grass, green grass. Well, we haven't got green and, and not like weeds you could pull and stuff around them. So we're going to stick out like Thor subs and that, thumbs. And that, that was the, the hard part. I said, we are not dinking around with a J hook and an L and any of this crap. We're doing a old school. We didn't even put all the decoys out. So we're just doing the old school, like a little mini, mini you will so sit right in the pocket. How many decoys do you have now? Uh, like close, probably just over 150. So when you say you're not putting all decoys out, just for everybody listening, what does that mean? Do you I put think in... we put about 120. Okay. I'm guessing so, there was uh, like that. You opened it up at the end and you're like, oh, you didn't put them all out. Yeah. We, I, we I, put I, what? There was 30 in there. But we, they, we widened the spread. Yeah, about that many. But there were. We widen the spread in the spaces so they land among us. That's it. So and, and we've the, said it the, before. Yeah, the spread looked fabulous to me. I would have never guessed they weren't all out. We had a we had a big spread. Oh, there is no way they were all out because we put I, – I, so this is what I will say we did. Uh, we've learned over the last couple years that we never used to do. But you walk into a field with a bunch of geese, and I've said it before. Walk into a field with a bunch of geese, and you start walking towards them. What's the first thing they do? They bunch up. They bunch right up. So yeah. we said, we're not going to have them that close together. So I said to your brother, your brother's like, oh, it, dad had Michael. Dad says, I got Michael. We're going to do the blinds. You guys put the decoys out. And so I had your brother and Connor. And so Jay said, Todd, uh, I know how you are. With you. you just tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so. he's, he's been on a hunt and he, he already knows. <laughs> just tell me where to put them and I'll put them. You'll well, move them so when you want them. I guarantee it. I explained it. it, but I said the biggest thing I want to focus on, like, so this isn't rocket science. We're making a U that's going to go back to a point. So like an ice cream cone. And we are going to sit where you would put the ice cream just but one, one or two rows inside the decoy line on that scoop. Right. So that's the theory. Pretty simple. Right. Can't, can't go wrong. So I says this and I said, but we may, we may not use all the decoys. I don't know yet, but we want to go as deep far back with that cone as we can. So they don't want to land way behind us, but Makes you want to make sure that it's a cone so that there's no little pockets on the sides so that they want to land in those pockets. That pocket's got to be where the ice cream goes on top of that cone. So we're going to be just inside that. So now what I want to do is put 10 yards between every decoy. And I don't mean when I, when you think, and I said, I said to him, him and Connor, I said, when you think, well, I think that's enough space. Add another couple yards. <laughs> so, because I know I've done it where I go, I want to make sure I got lots of space between the decoys. And then I look when we're all done. And I'm like, I still didn't put the amount of space between them that I wanted that I yeah, see them in the field. And you put 10 yards, like I'm talking literally logistically 10 yards between every decoy that works because not, and that's a massive spread with 150 decoys at that, 10 yards all the way around. That's right? why we didn't put them all. Out. <laughs> it becomes pretty good of a hike to get to the end of that cone. Let me tell you. So we put 10 yards between them. And when, when that, the, the first flock came in, Work like a freaking charm. And we spread the blinds out this time too. 
because I knew there was no way we were going to build up between them to get make it look flat with no shadow. I knew yeah. we were going to just have to use like the wheat, the winter wheat and the grass was probably six to eight inches high. It if was that. higher than I thought. I don't think so. Well, it was, yeah, it was pretty good, but nowhere near covered the blinds. But they did sink down in there a little bit. And then there was enough wheat underneath, wheat stalks underneath all that growth that we were able to fill the holes on the blinds. The problem was there was a lot of green in that field. Yeah. So even even the blinds with wheat on them looked out of place. Yeah. So we left a space between and didn't do a lot of worrying about trying to build up between. And because there was a lot of space between the decoys and some of the decoys right around us, I think that really helped because they didn't look like, they didn't look like blinds. They just looked like spots where the grass didn't grow. And they yeah, and that's, yeah, they, I guess if you had a bunch, bunch of them all together, you would have looked like just a big blob yeah, and then that would have stuck out like a sore throat. Yeah. Like I, I said earlier. I still don't think it, it, it was an optimal still just because of the cover. And I said, I think we need to make some grass mats and we'll make green. We'll make, we'll make corn stock and we'll make wheat. And then we just have those pre pre brushed. I'm going to look into this and see how I can, I see guys making their own grass mats for their duck boats. I want yeah, to do no, it should be blocks. pretty easy, but if you can store them, I mean, with that trailer, you're going to have to buy a second trailer for all your uh, <laughs> mats. Well, if you, if you can roll them up and put them inside the blinds, there's storage room for you. Yeah, I guess you're right too there because you don't you don't ever break down your blinds when you put them in the trailer. No, no. no we leave them no. up. Yeah, yeah so, I leave mine so, flat. But. but I tell you, we did have something strange happen because we got all set up. Todd drove the, tri- the truck and trailer. He's going over to the woods, and he's going to tuck it around the corner and into a between a corn still and dark cornfield in the woods. And it's we pitch. were actually set up really early. We we, 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 were, we were efficient, Bill. Yeah. Three I, syllables. I'm breaking out for this you, podcast. Better. Connor, Three <laughs> syllables. Efficient. Connor oh. works. Connor works hard, and and of course with the extra hand of Jay and Michael's understanding the blinds now. He's raking, he's carrying, he's stuffing. He's he's done it enough now that he's getting efficient. So we were ready. And it was, we're standing there just talking in the dark. I still got the light on my hat on. And finally, I said, oh, I'll turn this off because it's in people's faces. And it's pitch black. And we cannot see Todd on whether he's coming back yet or not. He's so you can't see me. See. We couldn't see him. And then all of a sudden, oh, 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 oh. Holy mackerel, geese! They're close. Are, are you they? sure that was geese? Uh, and, and <laughs> we're, we're standing. There's a banshee in the woods. It's dark. It's black. Connor says, "Get in the blinds." Why? You can't shoot them. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pitch black. It's, it's you know, not like, legal shooting time yet. So anyway, I moved over to the blind and I I looked up and I, I saw four in a silhouette in the sky, like a really dim silhouette when they went right straight over us. They went right straight over us, and it looked like they were dropping. And it sounded like they were dropping. So we figured they went in the field. Well, then Todd worked his way back, and he had heard them. And I don't know if you saw the silhouettes going in or not. No. Nope. But he'd heard them and figured they where they had landed. And so the only thing we could figure was somebody's walked in on a pond or a water hole or something. That's my assumption. Somebody yeah. busted yeah. them out of a, out of yeah, a pond. Them right into that. So they came to where they were going to come to feed in the dark, right? So what do we do? Well, we're all sitting in the blinds. We're sitting up. What do we do? Well, then it starts getting, let's just wait. I finally made this. Let's just wait. They yeah, because we're talking. Forward. Do we stalk them? Like, it's dark. We could be over there. So as soon as it gets <laughs> yeah. light and, and it's legal shooting, 
We can open up, yeah, but they they gotta be they gotta be able to see a bit to fly and land and all that. So I'm thinking now, nah, let's just sit and wait. They might walk towards us. Call once in a while, Todd. Like they were a hundred yards from our from our spread. Yeah. So your brother, your brother, hundred yards. Yeah. So, so your brother's got his binoculars and he's he he could see him clear as day and he's given us the one two. So now pause for a minute. Yeah. Because that's when I was going live, Bill. And I thought, I just got done telling Jay and Connor that I hadn't really given Connor that heads up yet when we've been putting out the decoys and I didn't make a big deal early season. And and you know how I am with decoys. But no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go back to last year, everybody. Listen to some podcast. You hear some chirping about how I'm fairly fickle. It is what it is. It's my it's it's my OCD decoy spreads. Yeah. Anyway, so I said what I haven't said, and I want to start doing it now because now we're starting to get into season is take the sentinels. And I don't like sentinels inside the spread. Sentinels are the geese that are looking for danger while the rest feed. They always have a couple geese always on the lookout with their heads up, looking for coyotes, looking for the danger so that the others can relax in between them and feed. And so I had just got done saying that we had just, me and your brother had gone and swapped out all of the edge decoys so that they were sentinels on the outside of that ice cream cone on, on both sides, going back to the, back to the point. So I just, I, I was going live cause your brother's got the binoculars and he says, look, the two, there's two on each side that, that are, I got their heads up. Cause I said to him, are they relaxed yet? Are they feeding yet? I can't see them that well. Are they feeding? And so he's got the binoculars and he says, well, the two on the outside got their heads up, but the four in the middle are feeding. So there was six that came in. And I said, oh, I, so I went, that's perfect to drive my point home. So I'd just gone live on Facebook, on Redneck Country's Facebook to say, look, I want to show you something. The ones on the outside, there's one on the left, one on the right, four in the middle. The four in the middle, relaxed, comfy feeding. The one on both ends, not moving, dead still, heads up, looking for danger. I was just about to do that when... Before you go there, I just want to say they were working their way toward us. They were feeding their way towards us. It was getting lighter. (laughs) Now I can see them. I think it was the calls. I I think it was the calls. Whatever. Now I can see... (laughs) Now I can see them. I mean, it's getting light enough. Even I can see them. And they're getting closer, and they're just feeding their way up to us. And I thought, hmm, they just might feed right up to us here in the decoys. If, if, uh, then it becomes a turkey enough. hunt. Now we hear, the, we hear that. So as I'm live, I, and Connor yells, here comes one. Crap. I'm live on fan. Got to go, folks. So <laughs> I threw the phone down. That goose hook come right in. It did not leave. I will tell you that <laughs> it did not leave. And then some, so it got hammered by everybody in, but I, I didn't pull the trigger. Dad, did you No, but I think Michael, your brother and Connor all did. Yeah, they all did. <laughs> I mean, there was feathers in the, in the air for days and you could have made a pillow out of that it was boom 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 boom, boom and i'm thinking it, it was hit on the first shot then <laughs> they're still pulling triggers yep it ain't leaving <laughs> you gotta make sure the first one doesn't yeah. leave i yeah. guess right needless to say the other six said all right we're out of here and they took off uh, yeah. yeah so those six they disappeared they gone so well. so yeah so that was that was great first one and then the next flock came in and that flock landed 
came right in and, and the wind was still there some, so it was good, but came right in and there was a flock right behind. It came in, went right around and landed right behind us in the decoys because we had landed ten, behind you. Well, they, they, we just talked about they, they went right around us on the side. We could have shot them, but there was more coming. So we let oh. that, that first little flock come right over us and dropped right in behind us. And were, I thought they were on the ground five yards behind us in the decoy. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Because if there wasn't more in the air that we were waiting for, they were dead. But because of that 10 yards between the decoys, there was enough for them to be comfy and land inside oh, the decoys. They had to come right over us low to do it. It was perfect. Now, that other flock, it come in. And we opened up and then we were still able to turn around and get some of them. But then the wind died off. And that's, See, that's two weeks in a row. You've had that uh, issue. That's where it got tough. So then we watched some flocks. Didn't even look at us. Now, I don't know. This field was a little hotter than it was when we were in there Saturday morning, even Friday night, because we went and checked it. And so the, the bigger issue was, OK, why did that flock that was a field over? Just keep right on going. Didn't even look at us. And when a flock doesn't even look at you, you know they're not coming. You're flagging. Field. Oh, I was flagging. I was flagging like yeah. crazy. And they didn't even look. So they were on a mission. And there had to be four or five flocks, maybe more, that didn't even look at us and were on a mission. And some looked at us, but flared, stayed high, never, never got close. Now, that could be the blinds. It could have been that they weren't really coming to that field. They already had a different field in their mind, but they were coming to look because I was flagging and calling like a madman. But then we we did have some. And then some, once the wind died down, they came in behind us. And mm. so we were laying there just like, okay, let them land, guys. We got no options. And when they land, we get up, we run back. And the minute that their feet leave that ground, you drop them suckers. And that's what we had to do for some, which is a tough shot because they're at the back of that cone you got that many decoys out with 10 yards between them. You know how long that cone is. Yeah, for I mean, sure. That's a and run. Don, I bet you led the charge on the run, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I, I said, yo, go get them. And I just laid there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's I, what a good general does. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> now, couldn't, I couldn't get up, turn around, get up, jump out of that blind and run. I mean, by the time I turned around to have a look, those guys were 10 yards on me running. So what's why bother? <laughs> so we, we were able to get now, some. I got a highlight, though. Well, I've got the highlight, so you better not steal my highlight. Was it the five? Yeah. Okay. Like well, it's the only highlight of the hunt. I can tell it better than you. No. So <laughs> then, yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 years ago. So we had to move the blinds. We did get up because we had more and more flocks doing that because the wind died and they liked coming in and swooping in behind us and dropping in the decoys. So we did have to, if the wind was there, they would have been right over us. But with no wind, they could come in from the side because that decoy spread went so far back. And land inside that 10 yard between decoys. So I said, we got to move the blinds. So we did move them. But then when we moved them, a freaking flock came in and landed right in the cone. And I'm like, oh, man, course. this That's is how it goes. Right but at least that was in front of us. So when we got up, we didn't have to turn around or run. We could run you forward. You just run forward then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then we, we said, okay, screw it. The wind's picking back. Let's go back to where we were. So we dragged our blinds back to where we were. And then it happened. A flock of a, a flock of five, <laughs> a flock of five, a flock. Of, geez, Biden here's rubbing off on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hereditary and it's starting already. 
a flock of five came in. Told you I could tell it better. Does the hook yeah. <laughs> comes right in and and but the problem was it kept two out of it because they came in on the right far side when they hooked in. So Dad and Michael were pretty much out of the out of the shooting for the for the most part. No, he thought that, but I'll tell I'll give you my version. Well. Anyway, when they came in, they were perfect. They were textbook. And whether they're in front of them or in front of us, we're only three or four yards, like maybe five, six yards away from each other. And even though Michael and I were on the left, I mean, they were right there, feet down, just ready to touch down. And when we sat up, they flared. And I didn't even look to the right. There was two on the left, and I knew Michael was left of me. All I know is there was five geese, there was five of us, and we had three shots each. All I know is... (laughs) All I know is that when I pulled the trigger there was, on there the was one, way too many yeah. shells discharged. I'll tell you that when I pulled the trigger on the one I was looking at, it fell. Michael pulled the trigger on the one left of it when the one he was looking at, it fell. But by that time, the other three were already on their way down. So, so there was a lot of shooting. So, did somebody? <laughs> do we all shoot the same birds? Who knows? So, but, the one in front of me, I hammered it. However. Your brother is so close to me, and he's shooting at the same time. I'm pretty sure he hammered it as well. Yeah. So Connor's on the right, on the far right, and he's kind of out of it. And but he's he's unloading anyway. But he's a long, he's a little bit further away. Well, as so, there's three now dropped. They're down. Two have now circled, and they're leaving. One of them never even really come in that close. He flared early, and he was able to be way out there. So the one on the far right, it's going, and I'm thinking, I took a shot at it, but it was so far out there. When I took the shot, I'm thinking, this is just a Hail Mary. Bang. And and then two seconds later, Connor pulls the trigger, and I'm like, that thing's out there. And I'll be darned if it doesn't drop. Drop like a rock. And I'm like, holy crap, that thing's out. I thought... Did I shoot that and it took that? That's how far it was. Did it take that long for my shot to get there? Or did Connor hit that thing? But it had to be Connor that dropped that thing. And I'm like, my gosh, that was a long shot. So let's get up and get them in case more come in. So we all get up. And now somebody's got to run out there and grab that thing. So we're running out to grab the deep. Well, I'll be darned if that fifth goose that flared early isn't circling out over the cornfield way away and coming and we're way out in the decoys me michael jay connor left dad in the blinds picking him up (laughs) and and connor says that one's coming back and i'm like no way there's no way we're standing out here it just got shot at there's no way and this thing i mean it's hanging back as you know they do but it's looking because its partner's gone its partner's there with us and so I, I just said, it's if it comes close, I said, I got it. And I kneeled down because of movement. I don't want it to see my movement. And I'm way out past everybody. I was the first one out of the blind and I'm way out past them all. So I said, I got it. And I kneeled down. Well, just as I said, I got it. Michael opens up, wham, wham. And I'm like, whoa, like it's even further for him because he's way back behind me. Well, that that flared it and pushed it another 10 yards. I only got one shell in my gun. And I just went, uh, I might as well. So I pulled up. I came up to that thing's tail 
And I swung like I was sweeping the freaking floor like you wouldn't believe it. At the same time, I pulled the trigger and ran my gun barrel right across its beak from the back of its body and forward and kept on swinging as I pulled that trigger. And I'll be darned if that thing didn't fold up. Crumpled. And, and your brother crumpled goes. like a cheap suit. And it was so far up there by now. So high. Up there. By the time I took my time, I got on it. I did all that after Michael pushed it an extra 10 yards out and who knows how many up. I mean, it went up and I swung and pulled. Your brother goes, nice shot. And then he said, I swear it had to be at least four times. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Boom. When it hit the ground. (laughs) <laughs> that's how high it was <laughs> and i just turned around with my shotgun in the air like a champ even i was impressed but i didn't want to say a thing because todd was out there pumping his fist did you see that shot did you see that shot? Hey, you gotta make hay while the sun shines as if everybody had their eyes closed when it was happening. sorry todd i was having a little you. nap did but you, you were picking it? them up didn't see a thing well in my mind it was that that was the ninth inning home run to win the game. That was Stanley Cup playoffs game seven in overtime. I had one shell in my gun. The last goose of the hunt is circling. It's pushed out to who knows how many yards. It's it's make it or break it. This is this is what makes the hunt for me. And when it folded, oh, I just put my gun straight up in the air. I didn't even watch it. Your brother's pointing past me. Wait for it. Wait for it. And I'm just holding my gun in the air like a basketball player that just made the final three-pointer. And I'm just just sitting there, gun in the air, not even looking. Just a big grin on my face. Cocky as can you be. You run out there and catch it before it hit the ground. So could have. <laughs> it was awesome. That was the highlight. Well, that's, that's fantastic. So Connor so made one heck of a shot. I did. I think we got 11. 11. We got 11, didn't yeah, we? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, it, it sounds like you guys uh, capitalized on, on your opportunities. It wasn't like you had, you know, 300 come in and you got 11. You no. probably had 15 come in and you got 11 for whatever it was. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't it wasn't sp- super smoking was, hot, right? So There was some flocks that circled and circled and circled and never committed. But I mean, high. And there was some, like, the migration's got to be happening. There was some that were so high, they're honking. And I'm like, that was close. Like, how did we not see that? Everybody down in your blinds. And you look up, and there's specks way up in the sky, like way up there. And I'm like, those are those are high birds. Like they're they're going somewhere. They're not looking. They're not looking for a field to go in. They're looking for somewhere to to go for the winner. No, that's uh, it. Was a beautiful morning. It was a beautiful day. You know, great company. We were visiting. Oh, we had fun. Uh, had a blast. Yeah. I know they weren't, I know you weren't uh, shooting ducks, but was there any flying around? Yeah, there was. Nothing yeah. buzzing us like. Oh, like nothing coming before. right in that we could have shot, but Not there like was the ducks. No, I mean. Trying to land on us, but there was ducks. Again, the area, but they weren't. It's opener them. this weekend, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't hey, feeding that field that. like they were the, the week ago field we were in. No. But, well, uh, that's good. Uh, so, yeah, it was a busy week. It was a good week. Yeah, it sounds like you guys had a good time. I know I, I talked to my brother briefly. He didn't uh, mention too much of the stories because I'm sure he wanted – I mean, I was tied up. I'm not sure what I was doing. Well, I was it for, for dinner with, uh, with – or for lunch with my daughter Oh, on uh, when he called. And, uh, yeah, he didn't want to give me too much stories. And I, I'm uh, excited to, to hear that he was able to make it down. And I wish I was able to join you guys on the hunt too because it sounds like it was a blast. So, oh, it's always fun. Time. Yeah, we had yeah. 
And I gotta ask, I mean, did you clean the birds back at uh, your dad's place? No, at my place. Now, uh, the one phenomenon that I have never ever had, I experienced at your place last year, and I think about it, I talked about it on the podcast was the number of bees oh, yeah. that were around when when you we were cleaning the, the, the geese last year. And, and I have never ever had that down here or in Fort Erie, you know, in, in that area when I was cleaning cleaning birds down there. But your place. Holy cow. It's like you're infested with bees. Oh, it's as crazy. As you bring oh, those birds. It's crazy. Out. It's the meat. As soon as you, yeah, as soon as you start cleaning those birds, bam, bees everywhere. Yep. And, and it doesn't matter. It was my place, Todd's place. I mean, you're just covered with bees. Yep. Oh, Michael got stung twice. Did he? See, I was smart because there was three guys on dad's tailgate. Four. Connor was sitting on the ground doing one. So I carried the, the birds I was going to clean over to my truck across the road. And I did them right in the back of my truck on the road on the other side. Yeah. So all the bees went to the majority of the, where the meat was and left me alone. Yeah. That's smart. That's the one time only I'm going to say that was smart Todd. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that jerk. <laughs> so, so that was pretty much our week. So now Bill, I also get to speak during your week. So what did yeah, you, I'm excited to say, what did you do this week? Yeah, you do. This is this is uh, Todd speaking in all three sections because you spoke during your dad's which, the show, which stuff I must too, say so. is very rare. I was going to say, yeah, you know, was this my turn? Like when he took over? Well, because <laughs> yeah. I went to the car show and then I went to the goose hunt, so I didn't even get to say what I did this week. But I'll get there. You carry on. No. It, it kind of all blurs together when we talk to Todd. You know, that's <laughs> the way it happens. That's just the way a great it is. weekend. You know, I mean, the week is, is always filled with work, but when the work week ends and we're able to travel a little bit, uh, if things open up and, and we have some, some good experiences, some laughs and some fun, that's for sure. And definitely some learning opportunities. So we, uh, you know, my daughter, she's at college now. We were able to, to get her there last week. Like I talked about the podcast, but or a couple weeks ago and, uh, we, um, had an opportunity because I think oh, I don't even know where I was that I saw uh, Derek uh, Scrimshaw. Uh, oh, Scrimmy. Yep. Scrimshaw. Yeah. Uh, super nice guy. And he had uh, uh, asked me about if I it asked me if I was going to be uh, going down to the Quinty Trap Club for this past weekend. And I hadn't heard that there was an ATA shoot there. He did that at the and, September shoot, didn't he? Ask you that at the September well, shoot? Maybe, maybe Thomas. that's where it was in St. Thomas area. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we, he put that in my ear and Candace and I both looked at each other and said, yeah, that might be a good opportunity because we can visit Cheyenne's and, and my, my aunt and uncle. And then the trap club is literally 25 minutes from my aunt's place. So it was perfect opportunity to get everything kind of done at once. And, um, we, uh, we went and I tell you what, that club is beautiful. It is. And, uh, we, we had a great time. Todd, you, you joined us. Uh, too. I made the drive. I made the trek. The yeah, journey. We uh, we made that trek and uh, we met there. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, when you finally got there after you know getting lost <laughs> yeah, seven yeah, or eight yeah, times, yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, the, the man with all this technology and the GPS and and, and whatever it was, the technology failed me. <laughs> 
No, no, no. It still ends up, hey, Bill, where do I go? I don't know where I am. This is, I'm, I'm lost. pretty I'm in sure the thing. Growler's house is when you type in the, so the Growler, Peter Tarnowski, is the president of the Quinty Trap Club. And he became the president a couple years ago. And, and they've started this huge initiative, clean it all up, get a really, really wicked awesome. And, and it is unbelievable. The, the, yeah, it, the it is club beautiful. It is immaculate. I, I tell you, the, the paved the driveway this year, I guess is what he said. Yep. It, um, the, the traps are, are well maintained. The grounds are, are, are yep. immaculate. They're all the pat traps now with voice activated. Like they're, yeah. Oh, no, it, it couldn't have had five, five fields and like or five, five traps and, and, and it was, it was a well put, put together day. That's for it sure. Was. It was smooth. So but yeah, I think ways because he's the president. Somehow he's put his address as the Quinty trap club in Google or, or in ways or something. Cause I'm pretty <laughs> sure it took me right to his house <laughs> on, the, on the Trent. So, but yeah, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we did, we, 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 what was it? We, uh, the Saturday they had a shoot that we didn't go to, but they had 500, uh, singles. And I don't think anybody uh, shot the all 500, but it was an option if you wanted yeah. to. Well, and they mix match, right? If some guys wanted to shoot caps, they could because they had enough people. They 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 could declare it an ATA event. So I know they shot some some caps as well. Yeah. For, yeah, for but we uh, our shoot where we were at on Sunday. I don't know how many people did you say there was there. Uh, I think I think they had four full squads. Yeah. That shot and singles, I, handicap, 100 singles, 100 handicap, 100 doubles. Yeah, that's right. Well, I didn't shoot doubles in competition. Um, but I tell you what, you guys had a good round. I, just to go back just for a second, our squad uh, that we, that was put together because the three of us, uh, Candace, you and I were were already pre-squatted. And, and then uh, Mike... And Nabosha. Mike Sampeo yeah, I have and never, Nabosha. Yeah, the man, the myth, the legend. The we, giant. Uh, I was able to, <laughs> to, to be on the trap line with him. And I tell you what, a little intimidating, I tell you, shooting, shooting with him <laughs> as he's a machine and her dad ever misses anything. But, you know, I was able to um, get a lot of, a little bit of coaching from him as well. And I had to listen really closely yeah. to what he was saying. And I don't mean that in a bad way. No, too, he's but a good it, dude. He's a super, you can, it's, it'd be hard to find a better person than Nabosha. He's got some yeah. great stories. Yeah. And, and he's just a good dude. He is. And he he was just wanting to help. And he helped Candace a little bit. He was not, he was kind of uh, cautious to, to, to help because, you know, I mean, Candace has said it before at a gun club, and you said it before. And no, no way to get better attention to have than to be a, a female at a trap club, you right? Got her. <laughs> everybody, everybody wants to help, and their intentions are great. I'm not saying this in any other way, but everybody's intentions have been great. Wanting to help, wanting to t- teach tips, because if she doesn't break 25 straight, well, somebody's got something to say. Yeah, <laughs> that one target so, you like, dropped. If you'd have done this, it. I can help you with that. <laughs> yeah. Let's go over here. Uh, Let's. <laughs> And I tell you, one round, I don't know if it was, I think it was single. She broke a 22. She did in the, in the event. Yep. Right. And she thought she, it was a 23, but I mean, whatever the score counted as a 22 and she was ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it was awesome. Yeah. It was a great day. I, I still had to carry her stuff because she beat <laughs> me that round. And, and that's just the way it is. My wife, she's better than I do. I'm the almost guy. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but go. yeah, it was fun. It was a great day. It was just enjoyable. Everybody there was in a good mood, laughing yeah. and joking and had to be serious when you needed to be serious. Got out on the trap yep. line. And, but after and before it was good times. So it was, it was just, that's, that's that sport. That's how it should be. You know, it was just awesome. 
It was fun. Yeah, it was good. Hanging around, yeah, cracking jokes. And with the growler there, you know, I'm not going to be the loudest person. So no. I'm, I'm safe, right? Like I'm, I'm at like, that's a home club for me. <laughs> but the, you know what? The, the way that that club's set up, I don't know if any, any of our listeners have been there or have not been there. It's basically like if they're looking at the the traps from above you, like it's a balcony or a, a patio set up. Yeah, they got a patio on the clubhouse. Yeah, and it, it is a great couple picnic tables set up and, and with a railing around there. So you can kind of lean on the, on the railing and look down onto the trap fields in front of you so you can see. You can see a whole lot more than you are if you're standing behind the trap, trap lines just at your yeah. vehicles or something. But yeah. it's set up well. I got, I got a large shadow for what they did. Oh, it's it's beautiful. So, I love it. But, I'd go shoot there you know, again I mean, in a heartbeat. It, 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 me being a, uh, a guy that somebody said tenacious today. <laughs> I think that was even said that. But Who for would give me, you that kind of compliment? Yeah, I don't know if it was a compliment. I, I, I view it as too stubborn to quit. Right, right there. If it was <laughs> a compliment. It was a yeah. compliment, Bill. <laughs> you are tenacious. Yeah. You've got that personality. And, I mean, we posted today, you whooping raw dog's butt at the Dorchester Ram Rodeo, right, to win the uh, the, the event. And that just shows yeah. your tenacity, right? Because you you don't don't quit. You're going to do it. You're going to do it right. You're going to figure it out and you're going to hammer through. And that's why what you said to me today, you were talking about shooting. And I said, I'm not worried because you're tenacious. You are not going to let it go until you're running 25s every freaking time. Yeah. And that, that's where my mind goes to. Right. And that's where after that shoot, it's tough on my wife. I know it is because now I've got three plus hours to not only stew about it, but talk about it on the ride home. <laughs> so I'm sure she feigned that she was sleeping at one point in time because I was talking about it so much, but <laughs> she's sweet and she listens and she, she helps. And we talked about everything from a new gun right up to shooting more. And, and I think at the bottom line that, and, and I don't even want to say this, if you want to turn your ears off at this point in time and Don, I'm just talking to you, your son might've been right. And I, I don't want to say that. I think we need details. Right about what I've said. I said a lot that day, Bill, what, right about yeah. what? Save it and for I next think week. Part, yeah. I'll save it for next week. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest part of any of it after I, I've, I've sat and I've thought, and I worked on my way home. I stopped at the, uh, the on route just to get a coffee. And I texted uh, a guy we all know. Uh, and, and I had asked if he was willing to have a, a brief conversation with me about, you know, just more of the mental, the technical side. Cause I know, I don't know. Do you, do you want to mention his name? Here's it. All right. I don't care. Don't matter to me. Go yeah. To so uh, I'm looking at, you know, the Terry Jordan wall charts here and, and I, uh, try to practice on that as much as possible, but I was, uh, I was getting a whole lot frustrated with the, uh, site picture not being right when I was using the wall charts. And I felt that I was a little bit further behind And until I developed that wall chart, uh, that site picture, maybe the wall chart wasn't my best bet. So again, I wanted to talk to Terry a little bit more from a technical side. Cause I know that, you know, he eats, breathes, sleeps, trap shooting and, and at the end of it, that technical side is where my brain tends to go, which probably messes me up more than it does me good. Is that the part <laughs> I was right just, about? <laughs> no, what's no, that? So was that the part I was right about? 
<laughs> no, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, okay, I didn't but, want to lose sight of that. Go, carry on. No, no, I know you didn't. I knew that would be, you know, something you grasped fact, on. I'm going to get my wife down here for when you're ready to tell that part too. <laughs> yeah. Dad, yeah. Bill said I was right, so you're going to want to come hear this when he when he gets. It doesn't there. happen you know. often, so. <laughs> but we, uh, you know, Terry and I were talking a little bit about, um, you, you know, the the choke tubes and and feet position and and and, and. But out of all that conversation, I took a couple things I wanted to Did work on from practice drills. I got. I, I got to ask. I, see, I knew. See, that's the tenacity <laughs> side, and you can take that as a compliment or not. But that's yeah. it, right? Because yeah. you need. You, you're the personality that all that technical. You want to eat that up, and you want to write do. it down. You don't want to lose anything he says, and he's the same, and and lives it, breathes it, sleeps it, kind of thing. So yeah. he would talk to you on that stuff for days. You yeah, better have a cell where, phone where plugged it in. It, it was. Almost an hour and a half conversation where I didn't think it was going to, like, I went into it thinking maybe it'd give me half an hour of his time. I don't know, whatever. And uh, it was an hour and a half almost of conversation. What's that? I don't know how you cut it to an hour and a half. Like, he, well, I, there's I had so to, much. Like, I, 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 I can't digest it all. No. And it got to a point, I mean, it was all good stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I, I didn't want to go too deep. Well, it, it I wanted has to be. Take, he's lived that little right? bit of information. Like he's lived and, it. And so use it. Oh yeah. There's just so much that, yeah, I yeah. just, I can't, I can't, I can't digest it all. Like, and then if you even, I'm worried now you wrote all that down, Bill, when you go on the trap line, how are you going to digest? Like that's years and years. Ah, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, carry so, on. so here, so here, here's what I did. I picked out, I, I, won't, I won't drag this on too long, but what I did as I went to the trap club tonight, and on a Thursday night, I had the opportunity. Uh, my son had a football game that got canceled. I had the time off work. I took it anyways. Uh, so the football game got canceled because of weather. So I said, I'm going to the trap club. And and I took that knowledge or that trial and I did a couple of things. First of all, I changed my choke tube. I changed it from a, a light mod to an improved mod. Uh, you know, I was practicing with full uh, last week and I was doing okay. When it come to competition, I didn't do well at all with full. So I kind of went in the middle and I went to... Uh, improve mod tip number one I changed second thing I did is I shot a round first and um, I changed my hold points to a little bit higher and my focal point to the center of the house with soft focus as opposed to looking further out oh you got the see that's the mess me up type stuff (laughs) and that that and and the third thing I did was I changed my arm angle which I'm still playing around with because Nabosha had mentioned the fact that he thought I may be lifting my head a little bit. Yep. And, and I'd asked Terry, I said, for that, what do you think you could do to focus? And he said, instead of keeping your arm at a full 90 degree angle, just change it down to about a 45 and then force that gun up into your cheekbone as opposed to into your cheek. If that makes any sense from a visualization standpoint, but I'm not sold on that one yet. So I shot uh, three rounds today. Uh, first round, uh, I shot a 22 because I was on a squad of five That's guys. That's not bad. And, and I you just, didn't have just time to think. To you just had to shoot, right? I did. Well, and that that's kind of kind of was kind of a little bit of a, uh, where I was going with that too. Was um, I'm not getting to the point where you were right yet. So sorry, um, I've said I so much. A, I'm not sure what I'm right about. <laughs> yeah, I, I shot on uh, a, a round of, of 25, <laughs> and then the next round of 25, I was able to have the whole trap line to myself. And, and <laughs> after I the guy after so hold on pause remember where you are i can picture it now you shoot with five guys four other guys right 
Everybody's yeah. there watching. So you shoot this round of trap, but because you're trying to do this soft focus thing, it takes you three and a half minutes to yell pull because you're trying yeah. to get your gun at the mount point that, that now yeah. you're trying and you're trying to go, what the flip is he talking about? Soft. I got to look 20 yards past the house, but in the center, cause that's where the target comes out where my, my, my visual perception will pick it up 20 yards out from the house. So that's where I've got to look. How do I do that? Oh, oh crap. I've got to yell pull. I've got four <laughs> other guys waiting, but I can't quite get my visual perception 20 yards. What's he mean by that? Ah, screw it. Pull. <laughs> Yeah, everybody else seen that was like, I'd shoot with that dude again. Yeah, that's right. So I sat myself. (laughs) (laughs) But it was great. They had three fields open today uh, when I got there, and they didn't have enough shooters, so I was able to go down to a field all by myself, and I shot twenty rounds from station one, which is where I typically have the majority of my problems. And I, and I just worked on station one, and that's that's to me is what practice is. You know, to shoot a twenty-five of practice. Awesome. That's fantastic. But for me, I'm not at that point yet. So I want to just work on the things that I'm not feeling comfortable with. And right now, station one seems to be where I struggle with the most station two, three, and four. I'm typically okay with station five is where I start my round. And I'm usually four out of five or five out of five on that one, but station one, it just eats me up. So I'm still not there after what I worked on today. I still wasn't there. I, I shot 20 shells out of, out of station one and I changed feet, changed hole position, changed looking. And, and I, and I, then once I, I got three in a row off station when I moved on to station three and I uh, held a higher gun and I ink balled the last five targets and I walked off the line. I was happy. Put so, the gun away. George ah, stands. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm done. So, but where you were right for everybody that stuck with me for this long. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, just, I'm it, taking this section. I'm putting it at the beginning of the podcast. We don't really edit these. I'm editing this one. In fact, <laughs> this one's going to be a commercial for a while interjected between our, our podcast. Well, anyway, sorry, I, I think we just ran out of time and I don't have uh, a reason <laughs> to tell you why you were right. <laughs> I think for just the, to, for everybody that's listening, the one time I, that Todd was right was Todd who I just Todd gotta, who? You gonna talk over me when I tell you you're right? <laughs> no, I don't want to get facts right. Todd, Todd, who? <laughs> just, just to make sure. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I'm ready. Mm. Are you drinking? I just got to. Sh- <laughs> I just got to shoot more. I agree. Yeah, the, the whole thing was summed up by the conversation that you had. I don't need a new gun. I don't need to change my ammunition. Which I can't believe I would ever I say need- that, and I felt bad telling that to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I asked her. Uh, so, what are you talking about? I said all this stuff. I say I'm dri- I'm driving. You asked Todd yeah. an honest does, question. Honestly, and if he does can Bill tell need a, a new gun? Question, like if and, and 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 I was selling it to you, and I'm like, honestly, it, and like my full honest opinion, Bill can shoot. Bill's his own worst enemy. Bill overthinks, right? Because I know I I feel I know you want perfection. Yeah, but really, Bill just needs to shoot more. Build the sight picture, yep. and it'll just. And that, click. that's what you were right about. And and but you know where the only thing where I differed, and I, and I put a little bit out there is, I don't like to waste my time. Well, and I get time you is, don't want to do build bad habits, so, right? So you've well, done all the legwork. I don't want to get myself into three three months worth of practice when when somebody looks at it and says. Hey, hey, what are you doing that? Or whatever. Everybody's going to say that anyways. But well, but I can I, look I, at I you and I can I can see. 
you've got a good stance. You've got a good smooth swing when, when you swing through and don't, and don't snap at them. So I already know that's fine where your eyes are looking and all that, that just comes like nobody told really. I mean, Terry, Terry figured all of that out as he shot. Right. So you get ahead of the game by asking him all that stuff. Great. But it's a lot harder to implement right off the get go when you're a new yep. shooter. But to me, you just shoot, figure out where that gun shoots, stick with a gun, figure out where it shoots and you can ink ball targets. So, you know, it's not the gun, you know, it's not you. It, well, not it, it's overthinking or, just not shot enough to know and recognize that target coming out. This is what I got to do. So I just, I, Ugh. yeah, I fully believe you, you just not shoot. And, and it is, it's a sport. I think I also said sport. You got to shoot every freaking week to be yep. a top contender. And like, I haven't shot and I'm, I'm shooting right. once and then I don't shoot for a month. And then I shoot once. There's no, no, I, I go into a competition. I don't expect to win. There's no way you've got to shoot every week. You got to shoot as much as you can in order to be competitive. Yeah. And that's what Candace and I have committed to doing is, and I think the other thing I did wrong at the gun club was trying to divide my time between different disciplines. You know, I, I love shooting ski, but if I want to focus on, oh, winning I, don't track know. I wouldn't lose that. I wouldn't lose that. Cause mm-hmm. it's all, all part and parcel, right? Cause well, for me, it's not, because I, think I can't dubs, afford to do both. Well, that's, that's the other kicker. <laughs> I, yeah, can't, yeah, I can't yeah. afford the ammunition to, uh, to do ski. If it's not going to get me to my trap shooting goals, I that, hear that's you. where I'm, because I think that's, doves that's helped me with doubles. Oh, I use no my doubt. I use my no trap doubt. gun on on doves, and then when I went out there, I just thought, "All right, screw this. Just 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 picture their doves, man. You were whacking doves, and it was just, I was I, 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 now it's going to sound like I'm a little bit egotistical. Well, and, <laughs> no, this you wait this long into the podcast to say that unbelievable. Carry on. But I, when, when, I hit the, when I hit the trap on doubles, I was faster and smoother than I've ever been. I wasn't going to say that, but he shot doubles well. And if it wasn't for Derek posting the fantastic score that he did, yeah. I think you would have won it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I my scores were still on par because I, I still had a mental breakdown on one station and dropped four in a row. <laughs> but, but, but aside from that... I, I still think I was smoother and faster. So I was happy because I, yep. and, and it wasn't, I wasn't overthinking doubles. I, I do the bill Tom. I overthink it. I, I've got to, okay. Now I make sure. And I, and, and it's, that's a game where when you yell pull, that thinking's got to stop. It's like yep, when you nod absolutely. your head, my man on a bull, you're no longer thinking you're just into, into memory, <laughs> muscle memory and reacting. And that comes with where you were right. And I am not going to sit you got a bull ride point. and bull ride and bull ride and bull ride until you can get to the point where you can turn <laughs> your brain off. Yep. And, and it, it took a long time of practice of, of, of dry land drills of mental, uh, you know, focus before it became automatic. Yeah. And believe me, it was never uh, to completely say, I, I just turn everything up, but for, for, two, three years there, I struggled until I it come to a point where it just, it was like flipping a switch. And then all of a sudden things came into focus and line and it slowed down for me. Yep. And I think over, over time of shooting trap, it, it is starting to slow down I for me where I think, I, I those think targets. I've said that, right. One day it's just gonna, and you're just going to be running 25s. Like it's nothing. Yeah. And yep. I, and I, when I get to that point, then I won't be satisfied unless each practice I run at least 125. But I'm not there yet. 
when I can go out uh, uh, stone cold I get that. Yep. and shoot a 22, 23, but then I drop it down to a 17 or an 18, that's where my frustration comes because it's not consistent enough to be competitive. And I just think you just got to shoot more. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I, I'm not going to tell you again. I, I know you're looking for me to tell you for a third or fourth time. You're right, but I'm not going to do it. You've heard it enough. You I can have just it recorded. The, the I, I tell you what, it again. it's going to be like Max head, 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 head drum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anybody's listening and laughing, you're freaking old. You know, those talking, yeah. you know, those talking cards on your birthday when you open them up. I guarantee you're going to get one this year. It's going to say Todd, you're happy right. birthday, Bill. Todd was right. Happy birthday, Bill yeah. Todd is right. <laughs> he is now. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. That's awesome. That well, awesome. that was a good chat. I hope, uh, I hope I was able to give a little bit of a laugh there with my uh, I love it. Insight. Can we end, can we just end with like a, a, a one last hoorah for me? Just Todd Millard, you were right. <laughs> Say it with me, Bill. I'll even lead you into it. You can hit the replay button if you want to hear that again. You got. <laughs> I love it. Don't anyway. break your arm patting yourself in the back. Yeah, right? yeah, no, trust me, that's rubber from doing that so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those muscles are well stretched. That's for sure. <laughs> My shoulders dang near dislocated. <laughs> Oh, no, that was awesome. It, it, and honestly, it was an awesome day. I had a blast. It was great. And people are like, sure you're was. driving how far? And, and even Scrimmy said that. He's like, you made this drive? And I said, most expensive one day shoot I'll ever partake in just because of the gas. <laughs> but it was I'd it was again, worth though. it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. It was a fun day. And you know, with the growler there, yeah. you're going to have fun. And it was, yeah. and not be too uptight. And it was smooth. It was so smooth. Yeah. Everything just ran easy going. Steve asked that question to us. Would you come again? Oh yeah. And we both, we both said, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, hey, Steve, he's a good guy. I like him too. Steve's a great guy. Yeah. And you know what? And, and I, and I don't know who I, if I was talking to Derek or, or uh, maybe some Steve even, and, and that, uh, um, the Pian, you know, uh, Napanee, Peterborough, yep. Quinty, and there's a two more clubs, I think. I had, you know, I, I'd go and I'd hit those in the summertime. To, oh, absolutely. Yep. To, to see them. So I'm going to get a trophy no matter what. It's going to be the guy that hits the most clubs. I think that's what my wife and I will get those trophies. <laughs> <laughs> participation uh, award, I'm Bill go- Tom style. I'm going for the <laughs> ultimate participation award. I'm getting the yeah. traveling gun. There oh, you go. That's too funny. So, right All right. Well, if you guys are out this weekend, I know uh, it's kind of a hit and miss maybe if you get, get going and shoot me a text, let me know how it happens. And, uh, yeah, well, for One sure, at the very least, we're hitting a pond for ducks that we haven't even scouted. Yeah. We just know they've been in there before, so we'll probably hit it. But right now, it ain't looking great for, for fields because they're up in no hunt land right now. Two yeah. different fields, right full of them. All the ones we've shot up all around them have now congregated in those two fields because they can't get shot in those ones. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah we'll, well see what happens nobody, this weekend. Maybe I'll hit a pond too, but we'll see. Yeah, I think you should. I think I know the one you, you've spoke of before. Go. Yeah. I agree. Let's give it a try. Nobody uh, asked me what I did this week, but I guess we'll wait till next week. I'm okay with. Yeah, that. I think we'll wait for next week for you. But you know, for once in a lifetime, Todd doesn't get us to. Todd doesn't get to tell us what he did. I think he got enough of my share of the talk. <laughs> I think he, he got enough on everybody's share. Yeah. I mean, that's Y'all just say the way that it every works. Every week. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not going to insinuate he might seem a little egotistical. No, no. <laughs> Some would say that that tree I'm wasn't planted on a hill. I don't mean to sound arrogant or nothing, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was whacking yeah. dubs. <laughs> we'll, we'll let dad talk first, and here's his story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, gentlemen. It was a great chat tonight. We'll talk to you again, Bill. We'll talk to you. Have a goodie. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And, folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.